This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. And as you may possibly hear from the noises off, I'm still in lovely Italy. Today I am at the Cafe Mazzini in Rapallo on the Ligurian Riviera and I strongly recommend it. I've got my uh, uh, Cafe Macchiato, a shot of espresso and a bit of milk in a glass and it's a fine day. But I'm going to be talking about trains in a very different part of the world, in Scotland indeed, because Scotrail as you may have seen, has launched a social media campaign that is saying to people, don't, in capital letters, catch the 10.51 a.m. from Inverness to Edinburgh. Now, why would they be doing that? All sorts of reasons, really. Um, The main one is that it's very in demand. Lots of tourists use it, as you can imagine. A train about 11 o'clock in the morning, very convenient. Um, you get up, you have your breakfast, you pack stuff up, and then it's time to um, head south. Uh, furthermore, uh, there aren't that many trains from Inverness to Edinburgh, and that's, I think, probably the most civilised one in terms of timing. It will get you there in about three and a half hours. So, they are saying, do not catch this train. Now, there's nothing to stop you. Um, actually, if you've got a £50 any de- anytime day single, there's nothing to stop you getting on. Um, in Scotland, in the rest of the UK, in Northern Europe, the assumption is that if you've got a valid ticket and you don't mind standing for well, over three hours between Inverness and Edinburgh, then you should be able to travel. That might be uncomfortable, but I think a lot of people will be keen to take advantage of that rather than finding themselves in a position of not being able to travel at all. And that's something that happens in southern Europe quite a lot, particularly in France, but also in Spain and Italy. Only a certain number of people can be carried on a train in a lot of circumstances, particularly express non-distance trains. And if all the tickets are sold out, then that's your lot. You are not going to be on board that uh, particular train. And I've been to stations in France where they say, right, next train to Paris is in three days' time. Um, No good to anybody. So I'm quite glad of the way in which we are allowed to squeeze on two trains in the UK. Um, And actually, I think that ScotRail should be applauded for doing this. They are putting this out on social media and they're not just saying don't catch it, they're saying we will make it worth your while getting an earlier train. 
the 8.45, the 9.42. Um, those are trains to Glasgow, but you can change trains at Perth or Stirling along the way. And they say that they are putting in cheaper tickets. And certainly looking at the uh, scores, at the prices maybe um, a month or so ahead, you can get tickets for about £18, so less than one-third of the cost of the uh, ScotRail ticket. Forgive me, don't write in, not less than one-third, just above one-third of the, the ScotRail price. And by encouraging people to take other trains, I think that is exactly what needs to happen. Um, you want to nudge people into doing the thing that will benefit them and other train users. If there's people absolutely desperate to um, travel on that good old 1051 from Edinburgh to Inverness, well, that's terrific, but they need to know that, first of all, it's going to be crowded. Secondly, it's going to cost them a fortune. And if you're a tourist group, then you're going to think that is worthwhile. Um, it will fit in with your schedule and so uh, uh, also ease the problem of changing trains. If you're running a party of uh, perhaps older travellers, they're not going to thank you for changing trains at um, Perth or at Stirling along the way to Edinburgh. Um, just one more point, though. Uh, why is this happening? Why not just put on extra trains? Well, I've been in touch with Nikki Gardner, who's the editor of Europe by Rail, along with Susanna Kreese, and she says uh, this is a real problem of lack of resilience in the entire rail ecosystem in Britain. So just suppose you had a spare train to run an extra morning service from Inverness to Edinburgh, um, that would be difficult because it's only a single track line for much of the way from Inverness to Perth and that means very little spare capacity. So uh, partly down to lack of trains, partly down to lack of infrastructure. And it's not simply a matter, says Scott Rail, of adding extra carriages, which you might think, well, you've got three carriages, I've just checked on today's. Why not make it six? Why not make it nine? And they say, we've looked at all the possible permutations to add carriages to this service, but there's no way of doing it without penalising other passengers on different routes. Believe me, adding no more carriages would be simpler and a preferable solution for us is what Scott Rail is telling people. Well, I think Scott Rail could be on to something and I would welcome other train operators saying, look, these are our problem services and here's what we're doing and here's how we're going to incentivize people to travel on different trains. I think that way you would get to the position that budget airlines have been in for a quarter century the idea that you trade time and convenience for a saving of money and you know, i don't particularly like being on the um let's say nine o'clock at night flight from glasgow to uh, london but on the other hand if it's going to be 50 quid cheaper than the one at seven o'clock um, i'll certainly uh, do that and i will enjoy a um 
uh, a meal out in Glasgow with the saving. So, interesting times, interesting um, move by Scott Rail, and I will be interested in your view on it. So do tweet at Simon Calder. Anyway, I'm going to get back to my coffee, and enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the beautiful sense of ah, serenity and beauty that uh, comes with being in Italy. Thank you very much indeed for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.